Welcome to the Learning Outside the Lines podcast. I'm Ann Ryan, your host, homeschool mom of four and passionate about education and helping children learn best. Today, I want to talk about a topic that is really exciting for me because it is all about being a homeschool family and what that means. Now, I know I've mentioned in other podcasts that three of my children have always homeschooled and I've had one child that has always been in school. And he's been in school because he's a very structured, routine-minded kind of kid and he's always learned best in the school environment. And honestly, he always preferred to learn in that environment. But he's older now, he's 13, and next year he needed to make a decision whether or not he was going to go to the local public middle school, which was quite large, or if he was going to come home and homeschool. And I really left a lot of that decision up to him because he was at an age where he could really understand what that decision meant. He knew what homeschooling was and he knew what public education was. And he was used to a very small environment, a small school. His school had a total of about 265 students or so, and that was K through six. And he really liked the very small environment. He liked the very kind of comfortable, homey feel of a small community. And given that next year, the middle school would be about 1,500 students for three grades, that was not something he was interested in. And we talked a lot about it. We talked a lot about the fact that he could go for a short time, he could go for a month, he could go for a semester and see how it was, but that he had choices, that he was not locked into any decision that he made, that he could just try it out and see if he liked it, or he could come home and homeschool with two of my other children. My oldest one is now graduated. And he thought up about this a lot and he even talked to some of his friends that went to that school from our neighborhood and ultimately he decided he really wanted to stay home and homeschool. Now again knowing what I know about him I know that he's a much more structured routine-minded kid than some of my other kids so I knew that I needed to work with him and put things in place that were going to meet his needs as well as mine as being responsible for him gaining skills and gaining knowledge. So here I am in the summertime and I get to do some planning and I get to do some thinking. And the more I've been thinking about this, I have to tell you that I have been so excited about the idea of having all of my kids home and the fact that we can do things and not have to worry about the school structure. We don't have to worry about the bell schedule and having a kid at school at a certain time and picked up at a certain time, which I have to tell you that has been a huge issue over these last years of having to not participate in field trips or cut a field trip short because I had to make sure I was back in time to pick up one from from school and or not being able to go on certain trips because we had the school schedule to deal with. And of course, in the evenings, we had homework, even though I was vehemently against homework. That's a whole other podcast. But again, we still needed to allow for time for him to do that work. So now, 
the more I'm thinking of the things that we can do next year that we aren't bound by that school schedule, the more excited I get. And I've just realized how this is what it's all about. This is what homeschool lifestyle is all about. Not having to worry about these certain structures that you're bound to, that you can work around whatever your interests are, whatever goals you have as a family, you can work on those on your own terms. You don't have to worry about someone else's terms. I admit that ever since my my number three child went to school, I've really struggled with my own values and my own philosophy of being a homeschool parent and a homeschool family. And that that competition, if you will, with the idea that I had to still abide by the rules of a structure that I really fought against and struggled with. But I also knew that that's how my child learned best. So it was something that I really needed to compromise with. And I did that sometimes well and sometimes perhaps not so well. We, we adapted and we did the best we could over the last few years. But before he had gone to school, we had, you know, a good three or so, four years as a homeschool family without having to worry about that, that bell schedule, so to speak, and that school structure. And that was what I embraced. I embraced that we were a homeschool family. We were, it was a homeschool lifestyle. We were able to make our own schedule. We were able to follow interests as we wanted. And I really love that. That was what really drew me into what it was all about as far as our values and what I felt was right for our family and my children. So now that we're able to go back to our roots, our foundation, and what really uh, drew me to this lifestyle in the first place, it is really exciting, especially because I have kids that are older and they are are able to really dive deeper into the things they're interested in. And they're able to really have a say in a lot of the things that we do. And they get to help make those decisions and they get to help plan and they get to really have a more uh, integral part into some of these things that we're planning and the things that we're doing. Since I know my son is definitely more structured and likes routine, one of the things that we're taking advantage of in my local area is we have what is called a homeschool campus. That's what we call it. And basically you go once or twice a week and there are classes there and they're taught by uh, teachers and they are a variety of subjects. So they're the homeschool campus that we use is quite large. It has grown and it was just started by a homeschool mom that was just looking for something a little bit different for her children to take advantage of. We have been taking classes there and my son got to help pick his classes. I mean, he's old enough now that I could really engage him in those decisions. So we looked at the descriptions of the classes. We looked at what he did this year. This year he had done um, ancient history. So I asked him, I said, you could either follow this the timeline and you could go next to medieval history or if you wanted to do something different that was fine too and he said no he really wanted to stick with medieval history so there was a medieval history class that is combined with literature 
So he said, yes, he wanted to take that. And he got to meet the teacher as well because they had an open house. So he also was taking a writing class on specifically medieval history because the great thing is they try to coordinate the classes at this campus so that things are kind of lined up. So it works perfectly. He's taking a lit class or the history class as well as the writing class for medieval history. And then he's also going to take a chess class and he's going to take, he's taking a cooking class and he's taking an earth science class. For middle school, they had earth science or life science. And I gave him a choice because he, he's again, old enough to make that decision. So we read the description. He looked at the book that they were going to be using and he chose earth science. So he will take these classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays and they're you know, it will be about three to four hours a day, um, depending on which day. I think one day is four hours, one day is three hours. And then that allows us time to still do other studies that day if we want, or we can do those studies on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It gives us a lot of flexibility. The other really cool thing, though, is that we're able to do more trips and field trips as a family. Before, we were really struggling to find the right time or the right day to do that, if he was going to miss school or if he, we were going to do it without him. And so now that problem is solved. And I'm really looking forward to being able to go and visit some of these places that we always had to go on the weekend when it was really crowded and it was really busy. And that kind of makes me a little crazy because I'm not wild about crowds. And I don't think you have as good of a learning experience when you're fighting the crowds to see some of the displays or hear some of the speakers or the, the uh, demonstrations. So now we're able to go to the museums and the zoos and the aquariums during the week. And that is something I'm really looking forward to because I think the kids really enjoy that. And especially when they can really dive a little deeper into some of those um, experiences than they can when there's a lot of people and it's really crowded. The other thing that we're going to do is we're going to go to Yosemite this fall when it's not so crowded because we can do it in September. And we're also going to go to San Francisco and we're able to do that because we can take a road trip because we'll have the extra time to do that. And just all these extra things that we've really not been able to do before, everybody's really excited about being able to do these as a family. And that's kind of what it's all about is being able to do a lot of these things on your own terms, and just gaining a lot more, not only family time and family experiences, but I think you really can learn so much from these trips, especially when you leave it up to your kids. For example, when we go to Yosemite, I know my youngest one is really interested in forest animals. So we were talking about the fact that we would definitely look up some of the animals that she would see, we would learn about them. My son is uh, interested in space. So we were talking about the fact that when we go to Yosemite, you're going to be able to see the uh, the night sky a lot more clear than you certainly can in where we live now, because there's not so many of the uh, uh, city lights at night. So we'll be able to look at constellations and different things like that and take a travel uh, telescope. And my other daughter loves to draw and she's very artistic. And so I'm hoping that she'll do some more drawing and sketching and things like that when we're there. And just just little things like that. It's just a really great opportunity to do things that you just don't normally get to do. I also think that once the kids are starting to get older in the teen years, 
the school schedule really sucks. It really does. It just doesn't really work well, I think, for older kids and their own internal clock that they're on. And so the fact now that the kids can stay up later when they are more productive and when they are a little bit more alert and they can sleep later in the morning, that works fine by me. Whatever, because they work better that way. So I am thrilled that I don't have to force the issue of getting up early in the morning to go to school and then they're dragging and you know complaining and things like that. So the fact that we can do our own schedule is really valuable to me on multiple levels. It makes for a happier family and I think it makes definitely for more productive kids. The last thing that I'm really excited about for my for my son who's going to be home is that he is a kid that really doesn't like academics all that much. You know, some kids are really academic and some kids aren't. And he's a kid that really isn't. He really struggled. He was very, very dedicated to doing well, but he really struggled to do that. And I really didn't like to see him getting stressed out about it because I really did see that a lot. And that really bothered me. And I asked him multiple times in the past if he wanted to come home, but he really didn't at that point. And so now the fact that I really see his stress levels going down and the fact that he's not going to have to stress about these specific um, assignments that, in all honesty, I didn't really see the value in them, that is really comforting to me. Because now I know he's going to be able to learn in a way that is more valuable and practical for him. And the way I know that he does that is he likes to dive deeper into a topic. Not all these superficial worksheets and oh, read this passage and do these comprehension questions, that's not really all that valuable for him. But when he can really watch some videos and read nonfiction and have some discussions and really dive deep into some of these topics, that is how he learns. That is how he learns best. And that wasn't really happening in the school setting. So I definitely see that he's going to be able to I think just have a more enjoyable learning experience now. And he's older, he's more mature, he's got those foundational writing, reading, math skills down, so he's more equipped to be able to take advantage of the learning in a different way than he was when he was younger and may have struggled a little bit more at home without those foundation skills. So I just wanted to share this today just to kind of give a glimpse of what the homeschool lifestyle is is or can be or what this is what it is for us this is what i think of the homeschool lifestyle is being able to do our studies and our learning on our own terms and on our own schedule and not having to worry about outside structures about that institutional education uh, structure and routine and so I really think that this is going to be a great year, and I'm just really excited. For those that are just getting started, I hope this kind of gives you an idea of what the homeschool lifestyle can be. And for those that are already deep into the homeschool world, I hope this maybe just gives you a little bit of reassurance or maybe motivation if maybe you're having a low time, just to give you that encouragement that it really is a great opportunity 
for our kids and for our family to learn the best possible way for them. Thanks for taking some time out of your busy schedule to listen today. And I hope you'll subscribe so that you'll be aware of when the next episode is released. In the meantime, please check out my website at learningoutsidethelines.com. You can see all the episodes there as well as show notes and an occasional announcement or some other opportunity I will post there. And in the meantime, don't be afraid to go outside the lines.